0: Episode 20, How to Have a Debt Free Christmas. Hello and welcome back to the show. My name is Wendy Coop and this is the Savvy Budget Girl podcast. And on this podcast, we cover all things money basics, saving money, budgeting, and making money. And today we are talking all things Christmas and your money. But first, my sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored. Once again, by me and my Etsy shop, Savvy Budget Girl TV. And in my shop, you will find all kinds of goodies to get you started with cash budgeting and savings challenges, including Christmas sinking funds. From trackers to physical envelopes and my latest ebook of savings challenges, you can find what you need to help you save and make it fun. So check out the link in the show notes below. Below, <laughs> or search Savvy Budget Girl TV on Etsy. Now, let's get into the discussion. So, if you're scratching your head wondering why we're talking about Christmas now in January, hello, Christmas was like three weeks ago. It's because we need to be prepared, regardless of your shopping strategy. And I'm talking, to, looking at you, all you last minute shoppers. Okay you still need to have the funds to cover your gift purchases. And it's not just gifts you have to be concerned about during the holiday season. Add in the costs of travel, dinners and other meals, holiday clothing, decorations, extra charitable giving. And you can see how easy it is to blow through a budget that's only concerned with gifts. And according to a USA Today article, the National Retail Federation conducted a survey of over 7,000 shoppers and found that although 43% of shoppers were going to use their debit cards, 38% were still going to use their credit cards. Why does that matter? Well, we're not an anti-credit card channel. We're not an anti-debt channel. We're an anti-doing silly things with your money (laughs) channel, okay? So this matters because the Fed already raised interest rates a number of times in 2022. And as of this recording, it has not happened yet in 2023, but they say a recession is looming. Many people think we already are in a recession, but it just hasn't officially been called yet. Because the Fed has already raised interest rates, they will likely do it again to help stave off inflation and this upcoming recession. And this means your debt is going to be more expensive to carry around. With rising interest rates across the board, it just doesn't make sense for you to put purchases on a credit card that you can't afford to pay off right away. Now, if you're one of those people who can save the money up and then say, okay, I'll put it on the credit card, but I've got the money, I've got the cash right here. And then you put it on your credit card at the end of the month. Okay, that's fine. I'm not talking to you. (laughs) You are free to go. But I'm talking to those of us and I'm pointing at myself who have trouble paying back their credit card at the end of the month. And for that reason, we may want to just set that card aside, cut it up, freeze it, whatever you need to do, hide it from yourself because it's use your debit card or cash from here on out. Okay. That's, that's my first suggestion, but that's not my only suggestion on how to have a debt-free Christmas because it starts with knowing your numbers. Go back and tally up everything you spend on all things Christmas related and add 20%. Now, if you're like me, you've probably at the beginning of the season said, you know, I have enough decorations. And then you bought more decorations, (laughs) okay? And they went on sale and you bought some more. And then after Christmas, you bought some more. Don't, Don't hide those numbers from yourself. Make sure you account for all of it. It all counts. Now take that total and divide it by the number of months you have from now until Christmas. So if you're listening to this fairly early, it's still January. So you can go ahead and divide that number by 12. But if you're listening to this in June, well, you've got six months to go. It's not too late. You just have a shorter amount of time. This is the amount you'll need to save each month to have that previous year's money available for Christmas. So since I'm a cash budgeter and I use envelopes, and I'm going to If you're watching this on the YouTube channel, I'm going to show you my Christmas envelope because I made it myself. I also have a Black Friday envelope, guys. So here's my Christmas envelope. It looks pretty cool. Um, If you are watching, if you are listening to the audio of this show, then you can go to the blog at SavvyBudgetGirl.com and you can actually see a photo of (laughs) my envelope. So like I said, I keep my money in an envelope uh, for now. Now, it could make more money if I stashed it in a high, high yield savings account, one of those savings accounts that pays a lot of money in interest. But I'm not really concerned about that right now. I'm more concerned about the habit of saving. So once I feel like I've gotten the habit of savings down, then I can move that money to a high yield savings account and just have it sitting there. So when I'm ready for it um, around November and December, then I can go ahead and withdraw it knowing it's earned money just for sitting there. I know it's not earning money right now, but that's okay. So when we sat down to decide the budget for Christmas 2023, we had to keep in mind both what we actually spent money on, including shipping gifts back to Baltimore, and what we didn't have the budget for at the time. So accounting for inflation and giving ourselves a buffer, we decided on a $1,200 Christmas budget. This is actually about average for Americans, So, um, especially some of you with kids, so you know that this is not an insane amount to spend on Christmas is just kind of average. So with that number, I know we need to spend about we need to save $100 a month leading up until Christmas if we start saving in January. Of course, if you need less money, you'll only need to save less money per month, but the longer you have to save, the less you have to save each month, like I said. Also, you can put extra money from side hustles Bonuses and raises towards savings goals like that to get it funded faster. Also, remember this is a sinking fund, not a true savings account. That simply means the money in this fund, in this envelope, is designed to be spent and then replenished. Christmas is the same day every year, it's on the calendar, it is not a surprise. All we need to do is plan for it. So please don't let your Christmas fund become so sacred that you never use it for its purpose. Spend the money and don't feel bad. Another thing I want you to remember is that if you find yourself needing money for an emergency that goes above and beyond your current emergency fund, then don't feel bad about rating your sinking funds envelopes. You, this is just It just might be necessary to keep you out of debt. Okay, so I would rather you raid the sinking funds envelope, pay cash, replenish the sinking funds and then keep going rather than defaulting to debt. Again, we're not anti-debt here, but debt has become so expensive for so many of us that we would just prefer you to try to cash flow things if you can. So I also have some fun Christmas trackers in the Etsy shop. So be sure to check them out. Trackers aren't required, but they could make saving all year a little bit more fun, especially if you have kids and they they get to color in the little trees and the piggy banks and things like that. So one other thing to remember is that while you may do the bulk of your shopping after Thanksgiving. You can also set aside a stinking fund just for Black Friday, Cyber Monday offers like I did. This is so key, especially if you have an online business and there were because there were just so many good offers I wanted to take advantage of, but I just didn't have the money for it. So I'm going to need to go back to the drawing board and and figure out how much my Black Friday (laughs) envelope needs so that I can take advantage in 2023. But yeah, I know first world problems. And don't forget, you can buy gifts all year long. So definitely use that fund for gifts that are harder to find at Christmas that you may be able to find throughout the year. And just accumulate the gifts as you go. Again, this is a sinking fund. It's designed to be spent. And hey, this sinking fund thing works really well for back to school. So create a back-to-school envelope and use the same method to figure out how much money needs to go in this envelope each month so that you can relieve some of the stress surrounding back-to-school shopping in July and August. Also, if you've got the money in advance, when those early sales for back-to-school hit or those early Christmas sales, because remember they were going on the entire month of November, when those early sales hit, you can take advantage because you have been preparing and you have the money. That's what I'm talking about. That's how we run the play. All right. So one of the other things I was considering stocking in the shop is a Christmas planner. As many of you know, I intern at a church and so working at a church this past Christmas season was super busy. And I know it was it. I wasn't the only one it was busy for. So I could have used something to keep everything organized. And if that's you, if you could have used an organizer too, and you want me to create one, definitely leave a comment if you're watching this on the YouTube channel and let me know. If you're listening to the audio, pop on over to the blog or to the YouTube channel, which is Savvy Budget Girl, and let me know your thoughts. Do you want to see a Christmas planner in the shop? And if you do, what do you want to see in said planner. Well, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me talking all things Christmas and your money and how we can have a debt free Christmas this year and beyond. So let me know question of the day how much did you spend on Christmas? I don't need pictures of receipts, but feel free to tag me on Instagram at Savvy Budget Girl. Be sure to check out. More resources in the show notes and in my Etsy shop, and I would love it if you followed the show on your favorite podcast app, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, and check out the blog at SavvyBudgetGirl.com. Share this episode with your family and friends, and if you're feeling extra kind, leave a review in your podcast app. All of this helps others find the show and allows me to serve more people. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Bye.